Welcome to In Our Words, Black Entrepreneurs Speak Wisconsin. The mission of this podcast is to provide a more holistic understanding of the African-American entrepreneur in the state of Wisconsin. Specifically, we seek to gain in-depth understanding regarding challenges faced and overcome by black business owners, while also providing success stories and strategies implemented along the way that has helped grow their business startup and growth resources. All right, all right, we back for another one. As we begin, it's important that we give space for the trailblazers who have paved the way for us to be here today as entrepreneurs and business owners. And we have a special week. It is one of our participants' birthday week. <laughs> How you doing today? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yeah. Beautiful at 41. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, happy birthday. Thank and you. thanks for being here on such an important day, week for you. Of course. So I just wanted to make sure we highlight that for you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I appreciate so, that. Yeah. So we back with the NR Words Black Entrepreneur Speak podcast. We got a good one today. We got something. We have something special for y'all. Let's get right into it. Samantha, I'm going to I'm going to start with you. Who is Samantha Collier? Well, thank you for having me um, again on the podcast. Very grateful to be a part of the entrepreneurs in the state of Wisconsin and um, especially in the city of Milwaukee. Who is Samantha Collier? Well, for one, I'm a child of God. Let's be real. Um, for two, I am a mother of a really awesome son named Africa. He's so awesome. And for three, I'm the founder of a really amazing organization called Team Teal 365 Inc., nonprofit organization that is devoted to empowering sexual assault survivors. So that's what I do. I've been doing that for over 16 years. We were at LLC for 15 solid years. Shout out to the ones that got it out the mud. Um, let me get to it. Uh, but now we are now nonprofit. So it's a different kind of energy. So who am I? I am a change agent. I am sent on an assignment and I will not stop. Until that assignment is done. And I understand it very well. I am a very kind woman. I am a very assertive woman. I am a thriver of sexual violence myself. So I have more than just an org. It's in me, not on me. So that's me. And I'm not normal. So let's be clear. I'm not anyone's normal friend. I am very super um, natural, very sore with egos. I don't walk with chickens. But I used to. And I used to like it. Um, but soaring now, it's a different kind of energy. You know, um, people that's in my frequency, you, um, people that's in my village, you know, we hold each other's wings. We don't walk with each other's hands. So it's just different. So, um, who I am, I am you. I am your listeners. You know, I am that young girl and that young boy that inspires to do more. Um, and at 42, I'm actually, I'm actually her. Very humble, very respectful. But we dope. <laughs> we dope. And we do dope things. So that's just me. So I won't hold it. No, real, real. That's real. Um, as an executive director now of uh of your business. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. I it like that. Sizzle. That's the energy. Yeah. Uh -huh. I like it when the people say it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Put some respect on your name, right? I like it when the people <laughs> I can't stress that enough. No, it ain't me. I like it when the people yeah. So as you were. Yeah. So Sorry. tell me. So tell me a little bit. <laughs> tell me where does you know with all of the the um, success and uh, beginning of your business. Where where does it all begin for you? Oh man. Mm. In the west side of Chicago. You know, I'm I'm a native of Chicago, a Milwaukee resident. Very grateful to be a Milwaukee resident, but I'm from the west side of Chicago where gravel don't grow. 
you know. So where I'm from, you know, they don't make me's. God make me's. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just walk in it, you know. Um, being the chairwoman for the city of Milwaukee, Domestic Violence Sexual Assault Commission, you know, running territories is huge. You know, I'm not just a fly by night. You know, some people do things for a minute. And I get it. It's cute. Me, it's consistent. It's effective. And I learned that by being around unaffectiveness. Let that sizzle. That don't look like me, but was feeding us. So, you know, it's just a different kind of feeding that we do at Team Till 365 Inc. Heavy on that ink. Because, again, um, why you even have this podcast and why this is so powerful is because things like ink was never really brought up where I was from. I had to learn it. I had to seek that thing and get mentors and get with people like Dasha Kelly's and really dope people doper than me so I can understand the power that I have within myself. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a very humbling thing that everything I do is not really for me. It's seeds to be planted. I'm on an assignment. I'm just going to do it with ease and dopeness and understanding and forgiveness. Like, I'm not like, I'm a normal person. I feel, but I'm just that other person that's just willing to disrupt things in a way that you're going to listen. I'll speak it in a way that you understand it, whatever language that is. If that's trap, if that's business, if that's... I know a guy. If it's Spanish, I know a guy. If it's Hmong, probably know a guy. If it's fixing a car, I definitely know a guy. But what I do is what I do. I own it. I am it. You know, um, it's in me. I wouldn't be doing anything else. That's why this was so important to me. Like, a lot of things are happening really important in my life. But everything I take um, as my first and my last. Shout out to Jay-Z. That's real. Yeah, I like that shout out. So let's transition over here to our our second participant. Who is Arletta Allen? So we just going to start off with a tough question, huh? Oh, my goodness. Arletta Allen. She is so many things. And, yes, I did speak of myself in third person. I am an authenticity expert. I'm a woman that has paid a hefty price to be who I am and where I am. And once I discovered the true trueness behind discovering me and who who I am and what I brought to the table, I wasn't willing to give her up for anything. And I know if it meant that much to me to step outside of conformity, that it would mean that much more to those that would follow me and those that I could help along the way. So I'm also a local government official. I serve as a city council member in the city of Fond du Lac, the very first person of color in history to ever serve in that capacity. I walk into legal chambers every couple of weeks and I make a difference. I serve the underrepresented and I'm the voice for the voiceless and a pretty decent looking voice, if you ask me. Um, I absolutely love what I do. I'm from a predominantly white neighborhood. However, it also made it that much more important for me to step outside of conformity. So I'm happy for the ways that I've paved and the ways that I've showed up that helps other people to be able to know that they can do it too, that we're not out here on our own and there are supports there that can show you how it's to be done. I'm also the mother of four sons. Um, My oldest is 23 years old and my youngest is 16 years old. And I am very, very busy. Um, I'm a previous restaurant owner as well. I had a tragedy that took place last year, but it didn't stop me from keeping on, keeping on because I'm versatile and I'm willing to show up and I'm willing to do the work. I'm an entrepreneur at heart 
And I want to show others how this can be done, how they don't have to live with what society has handed them, how they can climb and be above that and so much more. And I, I specifically love the keeping on, keeping on quote you just said, right? And, um, you know, you've mentioned multiple different business ventures and entrepreneurship experiences that you have, you know, and I'm going to, so I'm going to ask you the same question, you know, like, where did it all begin with you? And, you know, how do, how do you end up where you are now? Well, I came from the dirt. I came from Yazoo City, Mississippi. I'm a country girl. So I grew up born and raised there. And um, it was a population of about 8,000 to 11,000 people in the city where I'm from, which can't really can be considered a city because it's so country. We ain't even have no sidewalks. We got dirt roads. And me and my mother and my siblings, we walked those dirt roads. And when it came to poverty and knowing what it felt like to not have enough or watch your mama make a whole lot of something out of nothing, then that's that's my story and that's what I come from. However, I'm very, very proud of where I come from because I would not be able to appreciate the sunshine if it wasn't for the rain in my life. And I'm excited that God has afforded me the opportunity to be where I am. I take for granted absolutely nothing, but I also know that I'm nothing without God. And if it wasn't for that relationship, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't even have the opportunity to discover me. I've come through many adversities from being a prostitute at the age of 15 and navigating those spaces, being broken away from my father and not having the validation of knowing I'm somebody in his eyes caused me to look to be somebody in somebody else's eyes. So I have a story to tell. I travel the world and I share my story and I impact women and children's lives by sharing the things that I've overcome, the different adversities that I've had to face off with. I'm just very, very grateful and humbled by the opportunities that God continues to present for me because of that. I see why you did this. You feeling me? I just, you feeling me? No, no, she just said it. Uh Uh-huh. You feeling me? No, she just said why. Uh Uh-huh. I heard it. I just wanted to make can sure we, you heard it. Can we, you heard it? Can yeah. we take the post? Go, go, go. Do your thing. Right here. Prostituting at the age of 15. Okay. So just that. I just want to disconnect the two. A prostitute cannot be 15. You, I'm sorry. For one, I'm sorry. For two, you were exploited. Prostitution is a choice. At 15, you can't. So I just want to walk slow with that. I felt like um, at the time that it was a choice being made by me. And the reason why I felt that is because I was in survival. I had lived in the city of Fond du Lac. And my mother, when we traveled back home for a family reunion, I begged her to let me stay in Mississippi to find my father, who, once again, I was searching for validation. And when I could not find my father and my father found out that I stayed in Mississippi to find him, He turned his back and he never came to get me. So I began to prostitute as a means of survival just to have food to eat, clean underwear to wear and a place to sleep. And so God has bought me from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. I need others out there to know that it's possible, that you're not defined by your past. And it doesn't matter what they call you by is what you answer to. Mm, That's real. And I just say that because within Team Teal, I work within sex trafficking. The color blue is represented for Sex Trafficking Awareness Month, which was just in January. So it's I very, believe in what you said, though. It's very near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. So I just didn't, I don't, I think we as humans zoom past things so much. Absolutely. And I know that there's probably going to be somebody that listens that refers to you. 
it needed to be said. So I just wanted to walk slow so that you would know. I believe you. I'm grateful that you're here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And somebody is being empowered by you. I know you got a whole list of stuff, but I just didn't want to. I think we spent so much time moving and grooving and getting by that I just wanted to say thank you. The things we do for survival. Thank you. And I just want to jump in and just, you know, acknowledge the power of just a conversation you two just had, even without words. Um, you know, I think the viewers really will be able to feel the emotion of um, even the silence that was there for those few couple seconds, you know, um, and it's, it's a it's a privilege to be able to be in a space with you two to talk about things of like that, that hold dear to your heart. So. I'm one that prides myself on transparency and also vulnerability, being a person that um, stands on authenticity and also teaches others to embrace who they are. It's important that you are exposed yourself that you are comfortable with telling people where you come from. And so they don't have to be afraid to one day share where they come from or be ashamed of where they come from because there's still opportunity. There's still chance after chance each day that God grants grace and air in these lungs is another opportunity to choose different, to be accepting a difference. And I recognize the fact that some people don't get that choice, but God granted me the ability to be able to escape being exploited and also prostituting at the age of 15 and God opened up the door. My mother came back to rescue me and she brought me back to the city of Fond du Lac in which I now currently reside. And from there, I've had many of things pregnant at the age of 16, being a teen mom, um, growing through the system, knowing what it's like to be on Section 8 housing, knowing what it's like to live for how many food stamps you're going to get in the beginning of the month to strive and just to try to make a way for you and your kids. That's my life. That's my story. But I'm not ashamed to tell it because some little girl out there needs to hear it. Somebody out there needs to know some adult woman right now is walking around with the guilt of her past. And she needs to know that she does not have to suffer any longer, that she can be freed by making a different choice, that she can choose what destiny, what her future looks like. And it can start with just listening just listening and being around those that have experienced some of the things that are similar to what you've gone through and pulling that energy, pulling that energy. How did they break free and applying it? I just want to, you know, again, I want to connect it back to, you know, why we're here today as business owners and entrepreneurs and within all the challenges that you have experienced within your life, look where you are today. And look what you have accomplished and achieved and and started, you know, and it's sometimes, you know, within that time, it's hard to put, see yourself in those sort of positions. Right. So, um, you know, I just want to connect it back to you are a business owner. Yes. You are an entrepreneur <laughs> with, within all the challenges you are. Right. Yes. Um, absolutely. And that kind of leads into my next question. And it's not going to be focused to either one of you. So feel free to answer. Since you started with all the challenges you face, you know, what has changed mentally, physically and emotionally, spiritually for you um, since then? Well, I personally decided to stop defining myself by what society had defined me as. I figured out that I was worthy. I was worthy of everything that I saw around me. All the things that seemed like they were out of my grasp, I could have them. And when I started to believe them, I started to reach beyond my grasp. I started to want more, and I started to see myself having more. I started to see it before I even began to achieve it. I had to see it happening first. 
see myself in those footsteps, see myself in ownership, see myself having more than what I came from, more than what my parents had, more than what my what I as a child was afforded. And could I see myself giving that something different to my children? I deserve they I, I feel like they deserved a role model and I was willing. You have to be willing. You got to work it and you got to be willing to jump out there and do something. It's not enough to talk about it. You really got to be about it. (laughs) Fair ain't fair, but you know what? The world ain't fair. And unless you're willing to actually be able to sacrifice and take some risks, you ain't going nowhere. She said what she said. (laughs) (laughs) And I seconded it. The whole time she's talking, I'm like, why is she in my head? (laughs) We're not normal people. We're not normal. But, but they're really normal. And I be laughing. Do you I be laughing? I be like, you. <laughs> you're arguing over a thing. My daddy owns all, whatever. Okay. Yes, um, look, okay. Look. No, no, no. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let me get me. back. Let me get, let me get back. Okay. I mean, right here. Listen. Okay. What it was like now, it's not a force. Like, again, the work that I do, the work that we do, there wasn't us as sitting where we sit. You know what I'm saying? I just kept pushing. I just was determined. I just obeyed. I just knew that this was what I was supposed to be doing. I always knew, you know, that's why I, <laughs> I always knew I was going to speak in front of people ever since Parkside, ever since undergrad. Like, I did one speech. I did one speech about Willie Lynch at the University of Wisconsin Parkside, Black Student Union, shout out. I got to do, got some paperwork, just, okay. University of Wisconsin Parkside, did my speech on Willie Lynch, never looked at my paperwork. I got off the stage and my brother was like, that was so good. I'm like, yeah, it was. But then other people in like at the, at the school started coming up to me and saying, that was so good. I, I never really knew all this and that. And I told my mom, I said, I think, I think this is, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, I have this vision. I'm like, I think I'm going to speak in front of millions of people. Like, this is it's really going to be in my movie to all the listeners. When you see this in the movie, please act like you don't know. But I told my mom, I said, I think I'm going to speak in front of millions of people. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I just don't know what it's going to be about, but I know it's going to be powerful. Cut to 2007 when I started Team TL365 as a LLC. I started Team TL365 as a LLC because I started looking for counseling. You say, why? Because I was a survivor of many traumas. And I was in my late 20s. And I said, you know what? I I need to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. Not that something happened. Not that I just felt like I needed to work the kinks out. You know, I just had a rape at 27. It was a a lot of things that built up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I need to talk. So I started Googling, like, counselors. I started calling physical counselors and they would say to me what's wrong are you have a court order did something happen did you get is it a domestic violence i'm like no i just i just want to talk to somebody so scratch the counselor i started looking to volunteer in the city of milwaukee i found wakasa wakasa is the wisconsin coalition against sexual assault it's actually located in madison they connected me to the healing center which is the only sexual treatment center here in the city of Milwaukee ran by Aurora, right? Which I love. So I was linked up with them, right? Started volunteering this, that, the other things, started going to denim day events. And I started learning that the color teal is the color for sexual assault awareness month. Team, I use team because I've always thought of myself of not just myself. I'm the youngest of four, right? 
And then 365, because this is an everyday thing. There's not a day where I'm not tapped in to who I am to be a better me. There's not a day that goes by where I'm not like trying to do more or trying to forgive me or trying to figure things out or opening up space or holding space or hissing babies, whatever it may be. I'm, I'm doing a thing, right? So, and then at the end of the day, I'm just the girl that actually didn't stop, right? That's what I teach young girls, right? That's what I teach young people. Like I was you angry, frustrated you know, isolated, you know, put all the adjectives you want to throw in there from the west side of Chicago. So coming to Milwaukee, my style was different, you know, fighting every day, you know, just, just. But I tell them, you just got to learn how to harness and balance that thing. No, I want you to be, keep your energy. Don't kill that. But we just got to find a different way to channel it because it's different now. There wasn't me's coming to schools. There wasn't us's visible. So that's my that's my counter to fear, being visible. That's my counter to doubt, being physically in your face. Like, no, I'm a physical person that been through a whole bunch of whatever, however, but that made me thrive. Like, I'm not a survivor. I work with survivors to bridge them to thriving whenever they want to get there. Thriving is another space. It's a process, kind of like life. You know what I'm saying? You just don't wake up and be a victim. You just don't wake up and be a survivor. You just don't wake up and be a thriver. But we at Team Teal, me, Samantha Collier, we're, we're, we're a seed that's here to help people grow. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I ain't going to I think truly you. that's what it all boils down to is that we do what we do because we have figured out how to help someone else. And that, that becomes your life's purpose. I mean, I teach people how to exist on purpose because people have found that looking at those people that they idolize and those that they feel that are rich and those that they feel have so much more than them, that they they're better than them. And I'm here and I'm there for it to challenge that, to challenge that thought process, to to get you out of that headspace, because you are good enough just as you are. And you are somebody special because God broke the mold when he made you and there'll never be another you. So why are you spending your time trying to be the next Oprah or trying to be the next Billy Graham or trying to be the next Paula White when there's a you celebrate you and you can be accepted so much more. And even if you're not, you can be rejected so much more when you show up at spaces and be you. But you can sleep good at night knowing that you weren't pretending to be somebody else. That's what I do. That's what I do. I show up in spaces as myself. I don't try to uh, craft nothing, put anything else together. I show up as our letter and you're going to either have to take it or leave it because this is all I know how to be. Loud, <laughs> smiley bubbly and crazy and I'm good with it I'm gonna need you to be good with that too <laughs> and that kind of leads into my next question for you two ladies um you know as African-American women you know what is it like you, you kind of spoke on this already a little bit but let's just dive a little bit deeper in there you know what is what is it like to own and operate a business in your respective communities what does it feel like to be business owners and entrepreneurs through all the challenges that you've experienced and all of the just through life, like what is it to be here now and to be liberating? Talking? Mm. If I were to describe it, I would say liberating. It's a freedom that that you truly can't 
put into words, but I show up for me every day, recognizing the fact that if I don't show up, there's no one else there that's going to make me show up. I don't punch a nine to five for nobody else. I don't go in there and I'm not building a multi-billion dollar company for anybody else. Everything I do is for my legacy. It's for what's going to be left behind for my children. Every time I show up, I see the faces of my children and I recognize why I do what I do because they deserve to know that there's a future that lies ahead for them. One that they didn't have to play, um, pave the ground for, but their mother trailblazed for them. And it was all about them. I live and breathe for what I can bring to the table because I know my children's future will look nothing like my past. And that's enough to make me get up and stand up every single day. There is no giant big enough that can come in between my goals and what me and God got planned for our letter because I'm going to do that and I'm going to do so much more. And I found out on my faith walk that the more and the closer I walk with God, the more I keep becoming more accepting of what he's showing me as to who he's actually designed and created me to be. The more I walk in that, the more doors open. So you find out when you talk about authenticity, the more you show up as you, the more doors are going to open. It's not about a window anymore because now you're not escaping from anything. You're walking straight through the door. And I appreciate that because I come from a lineage that had to take the back door. You know, we come from slaves and slave masters. But let's not forget we came from kings and queens first. Before we got adapted to this nation, which we called the United States of America, we were kings and queens where we come from. And we got over here and forgot who we were. And now we're taking back who we were. We're owning who we are. We've been that. We've been all that. It's just a new awakening for all of us to walk in the pureness and the trueness of who we really are. And if there was a choice to be made, I'd always choose me. I don't want to be nobody else. I'm good with being me. Samantha, what is it again? Like, what is it like as a as a black woman owning and operating a business in Milwaukee? What does that feel like? Feels like Friday. (laughs) I live it like my life is not like I don't know. It's my life. Like, it's definitely my life. I definitely wanted to be her. I definitely became her. My son, I've called him a prince when he was in my womb. His name is Prince Africa. Everybody calls him Prince Africa. You know, so it's like, this isn't like, it isn't anything that isn't written. My life is written. I don't know what nobody else does. I'm very confident and humble and respectful about that. That ain't my concern. (laughs) My concern is me and what my God got for me. And my daddy say it's all his. So why am I asking you, whoever the yous are, for anything that's already mine? So now that it's mine, don't get tight. That's my only energy on a Friday because what I'm walking in and what I'm doing is everything that my daddy told me. My life is so led by God. People think I'm crazy and I don't care. They can think whatever they want. You should believe them because at the end of the day, I'm walking it and I don't got time to listen to what you think. I'm too busy listening to my daddy. That's why you're not doing what you need to be doing and you're not living in your purpose. You're living in mine and I'm in it. Our fingerprints don't even match. So if it's two of us doing the same thing, walking the same way, talking the same way, dressing the same way, guess what? Somebody's unnecessary. Tap the person behind you, listeners. Someone is unnecessary. I'm very much essential. Team TL365, definitely we're very much essential, heavy on the ink. It will be here when I'm dead and gone. 
my prince. He got a double portion. I won't do nothing with the pictures. He'll show y'all later. He's going to be here doing amazing things when I'm gone. So for me, when I think of my legacy, it's already here. You're welcome, world. You're welcome. But just don't get tight when we become what we always knew. Milwaukee, Chicago, Texas, the world, man. Like this is the, I'm not, I'm not in a box. That's why I don't even smell like them. I smell better than a barbecue. And I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all day. Like I didn't craft up a list. This is me. It's authentic. It's real. I'm not never going to do it like nobody else. And I try to push this into the atmosphere. Don't try to do it like me. Don't try this at home. Don't. Do you at the house. Yes. Do you at the flat. Don't come out trying to be other people because, like I said, our fingerprints don't match. So how you going to do? You can never do what I do. I can never do what this queen do. I wouldn't never even try to. But in the city of Milwaukee and in every other city, we as humans, we look to what other people are doing and we want that or we're envious of that or we polaris on that. That's called salt or we hate it. And we need to stop because that could be you winning. And what energy would you want if you was thriving when you was once eating cat food? I just want us to keep the same energy. I just want us to keep the same energy because when not just Samantha, but when you talk about my organization, we're connectors. We're a bridge. No cap. We've lit bridges. Got paperwork. And I say that with all humility because being a black business owner, you know, those things aren't usually crafted for us. Those things are looked at. And then when they bring us in on the end, no, Team Teal 365 Inc., we're connectors to big things because I've always seen us as big because my God gave it to me. So now that others see it as big, you're welcome. Open your eyes for you. And I think that's why this podcast is so important. It's not just about Team Teal Inc. No, we're going to do what we're going to do because we're doing it. <laughs> we're good on that. It's for your listeners to see and hear. We're walking, talking. No, it is a definite process. Let's be frank. <laughs> Ain't nobody jumping up and doing this. The, the, the process is believing in you. What, what do you say to you? Not what they say. Because they're going to be, they're going to say what they say. And it's probably not going to always going to be positive. But what are you going to say about you? Because like I said, I have so many amazing things in my life. And I want listeners to understand as black people, we got to stop harnessing that. We can't always talk about our negative and, and throw that on the table. I have so many blessings in my life. I can't even share them because once I got one blessing, I'm getting hit with another one with all humility and all honesty. Do you live the same? I absolutely do. But you can't share it in a space where it's a famine. You know what? I'm not. Go. Go, girl. Y'all ain't ready. It's a famine outside, and I will not participate in the salmon. I just need y'all to know. I will not participate in y'all 2022 famine. It is a definite famine. I still have to let the listeners know that in spite of the stigma that is centered around black business owners, that there's a realness that we have to tap into as well. We can't negate the fact that there are financial institutions out there that red line that make it almost impossible for us to receive the same opportunities as people that don't look like us. Prepare yourself in advance. As a black entrepreneur, I faced off with a lot of that. I've, I've rolled up in a predominantly white um, neighborhood and, um, 
who really don't address the needs of African-American people, period. Black folks overlooked. We don't exist. We got less than seven, seven percent of the population is black folks there. And so what happens is, is that we get pushed to the side and 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 basically pretend like we don't exist. And if we don't want something for ourselves, they dang sure they're not lining up to give us anything. So I'm I decided for for myself that I was going to I was going to create my success with or without them. Either you're going to give me what your resources say that I can have or I'm going to find a way around it. But you're not going to stop what's inside of me. And I think as uh, business owners and as entrepreneurs, we're too quick to give up on what God has already placed inside. of. We know who we're supposed to be. But then when every time the going gets a little bit tough, then we want to back up off that thing and then we want to become complacent. And then we want to forget the steps that it took to stay in line with the vision and the goals that we have. Nobody ever said it was going to be easy. Nobody. Even our father owns the cattle of a thousand hills. But let's look, there's a pattern and there's a way for you to access those resources. If you don't do X, Y and Z, you can't expect to have A, B and C. You just can't. That's not how it works. So either you're willing to put in the work as an entrepreneur or you can kiss your dream goodbye. You'll you'll fade away just like all those that came before you that had a whole bunch of shoulda, coulda, wouldas about what their life should have looked like instead of actually living it each and every day. Each and every day you have to make up in your mind to show up for you. And if you're not willing to do that for you, you can expect for other people to cheerlead you from the sideline when you don't even believe in you. And I had to learn that the hard way. So. My message to entrepreneurs out there, standing as a successful entrepreneur myself, having a motivational speaking business, being paid $5,000 for an hour of my time is what I get paid. And I stand on it because I know the value in my voice. I know who I am and no one can take that away from me. And if you want to see me and you want to hear what I have to say, you're going to pay me just like you would pay the person standing next to me. It's not a competition. It'll be what you make it out to be. But I want to encourage those out there that are listening. Don't stand on your dream and expect someone else to justify, solidify or make you out to be what it is that you want to be. You have to be responsible enough to go and get it for yourself. And when they slam doors, you better learn how to build one. Because a lot of times you get blueprints, but you don't get the hammer, the nails and the planks. Baby, you got to build what you want in this life. And don't get mad when it just don't come to you because it didn't come to our forefathers like that. They had to pave the way, too. They're responsible for why we are in the places that we are right now here today. And especially being in Black History Month, we cannot overlook that. We can't overlook those that gave up their lives and sacrificed so that we could be sitting in a room in a podcast doing an interview, talking about the successes that we're allowed, that we're able to embellish and love on and embrace. We're here for a reason. And it's not for us to be for ourselves but it's for us to give to those that are coming behind us. One day they're going to talk about Sam. They're going to talk about her. <laughs> Team 365. Yeah, they're going to talk about. They, they, talk, gonna, they talking. I was they just going to say that. They talking now. <laughs> they're going to keep talking. You know how and, and, when you first place, our letter people price remember went first up. place. Know that. Yeah. It's $5,000. Plus. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> for whoever. You know when you number one, everybody remember you. But what happens when you play second and third? Don't nobody want to be number two and number three. They don't remember. So either you out here shining right or you missing it altogether. 
I want to help people align with who they really are so they can be who they are, but also financially be able to represent who they are and be able to provide for their families because of that. Poverty is out. Poverty is out and it's non-negotiable on my table. Is it negotiable on yours? I refuse to live paycheck to paycheck. I refuse to go without. I refuse for my children to think that that's the way to live. When I die, my children will be wealthy. That's my promise. And that's what I'm leaving them is wealth and preparation. What are you handing your children out there? What are you providing even for yourself? Maybe you're single out there. and You don't have no children. What are you doing for you? You deserve to wake up and go and show up in a space that you're happy to show up in every single day. And you want to do it because you love it, not because you have to. And that's what I do. That's a gift. That's what entrepreneurship is for me. I want that for you, too. Those are some powerful words. And I just want to mention that I am. Thank you, because y'all answering the questions before I even do I even got to ask the next question at this point. I'm going to have to circle back two or three questions. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I to, I, you know, when the energy is here, the just energy is here. We you, just you, make history. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, hey, man, that's some man. It's going to be a young woman, young any man, male that's gonna feel those words. I've, I'm sitting over here just saying, oh, like from both of you, both of you, I just very much appreciate that. And I don't like talking too much during this podcast, but I wanna make sure I say it I now. Say it. I wanna say it now. We Thank tried you. by yes. fire though. <laughs> yeah. We came through what we came through with gasoline underwear on. We survived hell and we made it here in this space so that you don't have to walk through hell. We're here to give you. The gift of knowing what it took to get to where we are. We came from dirt. She came from Chicago having nothing, not a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. I came from dirt where my mama took a bag of oatmeal and made a whole meal out of it from nothing. That's why I decided to open a restaurant. I wanted my mother to have a legacy. I want to take all her recipes and all the times I watched her build a whole bunch of something out of nothing. I wanted to gift that to her. Because my mother didn't come. She wasn't afforded the opportunities that I'm now afforded. But while she's living, I wanted to give her her flowers now. That was my gift to my mom. Yes, 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 yes. And if you got parents out there still alive, love on them. Love on them. Don't let them close their eyes for the final time and you ain't told them what they mean to you. Because we harness that too. We hold that inside and we're not real about what we feel. And we wait until it's too late to tell people what they mean to us. Be real about what people, those that are closest to you, those that you consider family, your siblings, your parents, while they still here, tell them what they mean to you so you can rest easy when they rest in, in finality. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of authenticity in yeah. here. I don't want people to think that being an entrepreneur is all rainbows and speeches and tilling bridges and Running commissions and having really amazing babies. And I walk slow. Like, I talk a lot. So when I talk slow, that's because I want people to tap in. If you're not mentally right, because I need people to get this. Like, if you're not mentally stable with you as a person, this ain't going to work for you. You should probably get in a cubicle. I'm just going to keep it a buck fifty with you. You should probably get you a cubicle, get with a team, see what thing works for you. Because this ain't. It's lonely. And I use that word loosely because I'm I'm not lonely, but I need people that's listening that's not entrepreneurs to know. Um, we don't do a lot of friends. 
I have a village and it's, it's solid. That's it. My friends are my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, you know, that's my family. So let's be frank. When you're in a different frequency, you have to control your anointance, the power that you have in you. So you have to understand you can't do the things you used to do. I just want to be honest with your listeners so they can understand how a lot of us move. It's a little different. It's just it's a different energy and you got to be mentally stable with your personal self to understand that you have an assignment regardless if they come or not, because that's the difference between Team T.O. Inc. and other people. We played deep third. We played deep third. We played our role. We played our role with a smile, with ease, pushed everybody, continued to push. But when you get to another space, you you have to be that that authority. And I, I, I'm not here to be friends. I love hard. Everybody that know me know I love hard. But I'm not here to conform to your famine. I'm not here to conform to your pity party, your beat yourself down energy. I'm not. Mm-mm. I can't have that. I invoice for that. I can't have that in my personal space. So as an entrepreneur, I just need people to get it. Like, and I'm giving y'all this for free. There, I'm not invoicing them. Not tonight. But you need to understand it's a personal journey and you got to get one with yourself before you think that you're going to get people to support whatever mission it is that you think and whatever business it is, whatever venture it is that you're doing. You need to believe that thing first because it's going to be a dolo solo kind of situation until you can stand 10 toes in whatever mission it is you think or you know that your God gave you, you got to rock with that when don't nobody else rock with that. So I'm going to be completely honest because what you see today is grace. This is God's grace for me. I can only speak for Samantha. This is God's grace. Don't nobody see the ashes. It's got its ashes involved. Trust. I make it look light, but this crown heavy. It's heavy because I deal with me. I'm gentle with me. I talk to the younger me. The things I do is different, but I just, I, I just need, and this is free listeners. I just need people to hear that because even if you don't, I'm still saying it. Even if you don't rock with me, my daddy sent me. So I'm, I'm going to do it because I'm on assignment because people think it's fan clubs because they see us and they see you with politicians and they see you snapping pictures and they see you doing this and they see this ad and that thing and that podcast and this thing and the journal and the boom, boom, all the things. But just understand what we had to do to get in this grace. Mm. Can't buy this at the store, nor am I selling it on clearance. But what I'm saying is you have to personally know who you are before you assume to be the entrepreneurial black uses because it's one thing for uses in our community but it's another thing to go out in the community and not know who you is so now it's a double it's a double edge so know you and I give you that for free because a lot of people out here pouring from empty cups Mm -hmm. don't get it in a car get it now more people are pouring from empty cups which makes it hard for you to respect an anointance like myself. Because if you can respect it, you can receive it. My pastor told me that. But if you can't respect what we're doing, then what we doing? Because a lot of us respect and, and, and we played our role. Like I said, Team Teal has a track record. We got a paper trail. We play deep third, heavy. I come from a long line of business owners. And we all came out the gravel where gravel don't grow. 
Let me jump in real quick. Let's hone into a lot of things that I'm hearing right now. Yeah. You know, I'm hearing the importance and the essentialness of your social circle and how important it is to have the right people around you within growing your entrepreneurship and your business specifically. Right. Like I said, we've answered a lot of questions, but I want to dive deeper into a couple more questions before we get kind of to the end of here. I want to talk a little bit about networking because it is important to have a tight circle. It is important to have the right people around you and to not have, like you said, negative energy, right. Or, you know, people that aren't necessarily wanting to see you grow. So if they they don't want to see you grow, you don't want to have that around you, but it is important. It is important to continue to meet other people, right? Um, networking strategies. Uh, so tell me how you two strategically network and what that looks like for you personally within your experiences. Well, for me, um, I'm a collaborator. I've won awards for being collaborator of the year through the state. We don't have to get into it. I collaborate a lot. If you're good at what you do, come on, we're going to work together. I don't, I don't need to know everything <laughs> as a business. I know what I know. I show up. I do my thing. If you're good at media, we need to link up and do media together. If you're good at cooking food and baking cookies, I need you to bake some cookies. If you're good at, that's one of the biggest things, right? And I'm connected to people that's connected. People that's in my village, I can be telling them I need to talk to a person the whole time they're emailing. That's my life. Like, I'm not. I don't have other friends. I don't care. I don't know what other people do. I don't know who they have in their space. But in my space, if I'm saying I need to connect with a person, the person that I'm talking to knows the guy. So I'm already connected, right? Another thing, I don't burn bridges. I tell them. Catch it later. I don't burn bridges. If we got an issue, let's figure it out. Let's hash it out. I don't want to. It's enough stuff in the atmosphere. So if we not seeing eye to eye and we not grooving, let's get to an understanding because I want you to walk away with good taste in your mouth because I don't want you to tank what's good over here from what maybe we didn't understand. So I think that's powerful as business owners because I think a lot of times when you're a business owner, CEO, founder, president, it's so easy to be like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to wash my hands with you and move on because this is my business. Granted it is, but you might see somebody that know them over there and they might have an opportunity for you, but they might not because somebody else told them about the energy that you gave them. So that's really important um, for me personally. I always like to m- make sure we have a, a solid understanding, even if we ain't building together. That's powerful. Even if we ain't building together. Going back to what you said about the energy. I can love on you and we can we can build. We can do things together, but I'm not going to build with you personally. We can do this work over here, but I'm not going to have no skin in the game with you. Because if I have skin in the game with you, then I'm gonna have to have a boundary with you, right? As cause cause as business owners, you know, like what I talk about is king talk. A lot of times I have to tell people you should tap out and go tap your boss. Cause what I'm talking about is a different kind of talk. It is it, sometimes it's not for everybody, right? It's a different kind of that. So when it comes to networking, know that my character precedes me before I get places. And that has everything to do with people that I know. Not a lot of, about me. It's because you know who you are, right? It's like, oh, you're Sam. I heard about you. And it's like, wonderful. It ain't like, oh, that's Sam. Oh, jeez, Sam. It's never that. And because, again, I've worked. I've, I've walked in becoming me. Nobody gave me me. Nobody showed me a book. Like, this is what Samantha Collier is going to look like in 2022. Nope. Mm-mm. I, had to, I had to figure that thing out. So when I get to places, I'm already there. 
and I'm already talked about in rooms that I'm not presently in. So that has a lot to do with networking too. Understanding that not just are you bringing up our name, but you're talking about the effectiveness of what we do. You're talking about the impact of what we do. You're talking about how we work with the police departments or we work with different cultural specific organizations or how we state sit on statewide boards. That's we're one of very few people of color, things of that nature. You got to be able to connect it. I won't hold it. but I think from my perspective um, and even listening to what you had to say. Sam, I think that communication is like key. That's like the biggest thing. My mama used to always say a closed mouth don't get fed. (laughs) And it still resonates with me today. It still sits with me. You have to be willing when you're talking about networking to ask for what it is that you need. And don't be afraid to say it. Don't undervalue what you bring to the table and be willing to open your mouth and say what it is that you need. I don't know about y'all, but coming from where I come from, coming from nothing, there's people out there that holds resources that I never had access to. And because of that, like I was um, kind of sharing with you a little bit earlier, Rajan, about um, my background in banking, serving for 14 years as a bank teller in the financial institution sector. And when it came time for me to open my restaurant and I needed to gain some financial stability to be able to on go my venture. I didn't have the money, but I know who did. Them people that I worked for 14 years for, they had the money. And so the first thing that I said, and and this may be challenging for some, but once again, a closed mouth don't get fed. When it came time for me to ask for my $75,000 loan to start my venture with no collateral other than my house that I lived in, I told them right up front, do not redline me. You have a history. Financial institutions have a history of redlining people of color and keeping us in a marginalized space that keeps us from the opportunities that you have. If you're going to do anything for me today, give me a fair shot. Give me a fair shot at success. And then you can say you did something to help somebody else. Give me a fair shot. I'm willing to work for it. I'm willing to do what's needed to be done. I'm not looking for a handout. I'm going to give you your money back. But give me a fair shot. But if I wasn't bold enough to say that, they probably would have looked me over just like they do everybody else that come in there as applicants that don't look like them. I wasn't willing to go out that way. Once again, a closed mouth don't get fed. I networked with places like Avocap that had different programs that were offered to first home First-time homeowners, first-time business ventures, um, people that want to start their own business, entrepreneurs that need capital to get started. Wibbick. I I looked into all these things. Kiva. I went for everything. I left no stone unturned. I looked underneath every everything to try to find the funding that I need to make sure that I could go out on the business ventures that I needed. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared to tell folks what it is that you need and be bold about it. And if you really, really, truly are invested in what it is that your business venture, what you feel like you're doing in the world to make it a better place, whatever it is, it is that you're bringing to the table, mine brought diversity to the city of Fond du Lac. I went out to be a local government um, support as a council member because I noticed that people don't listen to you when you don't have a seat at the table. You got to be at the table. If you're on the outskirts, they are not hearing you. And that's why I I cared so much. That's why my passion was for the underrepresented, not just because I'm a black woman, but because we weren't being heard. 
and they're talking in circles amongst themselves with folks that look like them. But how can you ask, how can you meet my needs when you don't even know what it is that I need? You haven't even had a conversation with me. So I jumped out there to become a local government official because I wanted our voices heard from somebody that looks like us. So then they don't have to, like, make it up anymore or just throw us crumbs. They can actually know what the needs are and meet them with the resources that they have. And so I did that. I also decided on opening the restaurant once again because there's no diversity in the city of Fond du Lac. Population, less than 7% is people of color. 89% plus is white people, people of Caucasian descent. They basically run everything. They tell us that we're welcome in a community that they don't have anything to offer us in. How you going to tell me that I'm welcome to come stay at your house, but yet and still you ain't got a bed for me to sleep in? You ain't got no old pajamas that you can offer me to just get me through the night? You can't tell me that you're welcoming me if you don't have anything to offer me. My point is, is that cities and communities that are looking to diversify, especially in the state of Wisconsin, don't talk about it, be about it. If you're really talking about diversity and being a more inclusive environment for people of color, for minorities, people that don't look like you, that have something to offer them and come and find resources from people that don't look like you in order to know what to offer. So my advice, once again, close mouth, don't get fed. Networking is important. Nobody arrives alone. Don't think you're going to do this by yourself. You're going to need people along the way. Sam talked about not burning bridges. Don't burn them because you're going to need folks to get to where you got to go. Be willing to open your mouth and say what it is that you need. Yes, yes, yes. And I just want to clap to that. I want to clap to everything that we spoke about today. Oh, and oh I wanna, no, one more thing. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> no, because when she was talking, I was just like, ding, 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 ding. One thing about Team Deal 365, Inc., that what I've done very well is just we've set ourselves aside, right? We're very inclusive. We just always have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I'm I'm black. I'm going to be black tomorrow. I'm I was black yesterday, but we're here for all people. Like, I think that's very serious for, um, for when it, when, when I talk about the sexual violence, the trafficking, the DV, the work that I do around the, the trauma, the heavy, you know, the things that I do. Um, one thing that I was very adamant at doing with Team Teal, even to the logo, you know what I'm saying? It's very inclusive. It's faces, it's hands, my logo, you know, because I want people to feel a part of, because what I have learned being an entrepreneur and just being a human being, period, it's always so easy to put us in these different dividing. Oh, you have sexual violence, but you didn't deal with domestic violence. Go over there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these, it, you did this, but you didn't go through that. Oh, you were raped, but you didn't get molested. It's like, hey, it's all the same. It's a, it's a lot of the same branches with the same with one tree you know what I'm saying so for me I just always push the envelope you know and I was a little funny and nice and assertive you know when maybe others would turn tables over I wouldn't I would collaborate with you because again I was I was thinking of the bigger whole right I was I I wasn't thinking of the very moment so now when team teal comes into the space where we go for funding for a very large opportunity, not just do we get it. And I don't, again, I say things with all humility and respect. <laughs> they were throwing it at us, not as a token. <laughs> no, because you've been so effective without it. Let that sizzle. Like Team Teal 365 was doing it before we were ink. 
So when we came to the table, because we are builders of tables, you said tables, made me think. You get to a place as a person, we, as entrepreneurs, we, we build tables. We're lenders. We're not borrowers. Well, all honesty, again, we build tables, which makes people want to do what at tables? What do you do at a table? Exactly. So instead of making you give me a chair at your table that you have fully packed up with a lot of extra people, with a lot of undealt with stuff inside of them, we at Team Till Inc. has created a table that is inclusive. And you don't got to beg us. And you don't got to plead us. But we've come to a space where now we'll be able to see more of your listeners throughout the state of Wisconsin because we're not just an LLC and I'm not just working for contracts and I'm not just trying to feed my son and I'm not just working with 17 different nonprofits. Now we're actually the lenders. So now we can send people to your area to do um, what we have crafted for over 16 years. So that is not just a one, one and done. And I think that's very powerful because we didn't stop when they said no. I just got more excited about my yes. Because what I learned throughout living is that you're going to get a lot of no's because your yes is that powerful. I'm going to leave that there. It's that powerful. So in order for me not to have got the no's, this probably wouldn't be me. I don't know who I would be. So I'm grateful for the no's and grateful for who left. I'm thankful for who remains. I look forward for who is to come. And I look forward to becoming more. And, I, and we believe you. At Team Teal Inc., we, we believe you, man. You know, I am you. Like I said before, it's a whole lot of authenticity in here. And that just that's just so real and so raw and so needed, you yes. know. And uh, I just want to continue to reflect on a lot of things that we talked about throughout this podcast because we we went over a lot. You know, and it was so needed and I cannot wait to get the, your voices out to the community, to the state, to the world to listen to and to hear. Uh, we talked about um, being intentional. We talked about white allyship. We talked about setting boundaries, networking. What does success look like as black women, specifically personal identity, celebration of life? I've been writing these down because I can't keep up. But it's, uh, you know, telling it like it is, you know, and I think I, I really want to reflect again on something you mentioned earlier or just, you know, right now um, you, you said something about networking, but not just networking with just you know, a certain group, but being open to everyone. And I think that's just so powerful within business because a lot of times we focus on one area and we don't give ourselves the opportunity to see other things, right? Mm-hmm. We don't give ourselves those opportunities. And if you don't give yourself an opportunity, you miss out on so much, you know, if I want to be honest, money, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> you, miss, you miss out on so much money. And and what, if you ain't trying to get the money, then why are you an entrepreneur? Why are you an entrepreneur for Right? Don't nobody do it, we do it. <laughs> so, as black people. <laughs> if don't nobody do it, well, listen, if don't nobody do it how we do it like black people, why would we not? I don't know, like, like, listen, they can get people to do all kinds of things, PowerPoints and all that, but I'm telling you, when Team Teal Inc. show up, I'm not coming with a PowerPoint, but I'm speaking in front of thousands of youth, adults, children, um, cops, um, fire department, commission, whoever it is, we're going to meet that audience. And when you leave, you're not going to be the same. You will not be the same. So why would I short that when the people that had that is controlling the thing knows that? 
And that's why I keep telling your listeners, you can't stop. You can't throw in the towel halfway. You got to keep going because now Team Teal is here and it's not a force. A lot of my life has been a force. Nothing is a force now. Every day is fresh. Every day is new because we did all that work. We got skin in the game. Now, without skin in the game, I don't know what you're going to get, but it's going to you got to you got to you got to do something to get it it. So um, you two have been great marketing yourselves um, and your businesses throughout this podcast. And I just want to give you space to tell our listeners and our viewers how they can find you on social medias and what platforms they can how they can find you. Well, you can visit me, Arletta Allen, at AuthenticallyArletta.com. You can go to my website and you can definitely fill out a contact form. That website has tons of information for you, many videos showcasing what I do as a keynote speaker and also as a facilitator and moderator. So please feel free to go there. You can follow me on Facebook at Authentically Arletta. You can also swing over to LinkedIn and you can hook up with me over there at Arletta Allen. You can find me on Instagram at Authentic. Authentically, Arletta. So make sure that you just stop by, come and see me, shoot me a quick message, and let's see how I can collaborate with you and make your next event something incredible. Um, yeah, thank you, Arletta. I'm going to make sure to follow you. Um, <laughs> my name is uh, Samantha Collier. Again, you can follow us at um, our social media outlets, Team Teal 365 Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Gmail, and also, like... I might just be in your space. You never know. So it's 2022. <laughs> we definitely stuck it there. Yes. I don't know if your listeners speak that, but it's been stuck. Like, this is a really awesome podcast, man. Like, we really talked about a lot. We also talked about trafficking and sex exploitation and sexual assault. Like, a lot of different things. So I don't want anyone um, listening um, to forget that we're here. We're very resourceful. So if you are moved by anything or you are sitting there alone, just know you're not alone. We are here, you know, outside of being entrepreneurs. Um, I understand that we are walking around as entrepreneurs, too. And there's a lot of unhealed things. So if you need us, tap in. We have tons of resources um, for counseling, uh, motivation, and just all around good, kind living. You know what I'm saying? So just tap in, and we believe you. Mm-hmm. And like like she said, tap into these ladies and um, go on following them on all their social media platforms. But as we continue with the Fe- with the month of February and Black History Month, it's important that we honor and highlight the Black Trailblazers who have paved the way for this conversation, this space, and this opportunity to be free of restrictions and limitations as a community and country. We are Black entrepreneurs of Wisconsin, and our voices and experiences matter. We are essential to the economic growth and development of this state. It is an honor to share a space with. With uh, such prominent entrepreneurs and learn about you more in depth. And um, it is important that we continue to be in role models of our youth and community members. Um, a lot of times we look for the outside support when we have everything we need right here. Sharing our stories, inspiring many, providing physical proof that it is possible no matter who you are or where you're from. What'd you say? Don't stop. Keep going. And just with that quote right here, again, this is real. This is authentic. This is In Our Words podcast. We are out.